Okay, good morning. Welcome to the Racial Barrier Removed. I'm James Moore with your co-host, Andy. Uh, thanks for the response to our first episode from last week. Hopefully we have more thought-provoking discussions and some points uh, we will introduce. Twitter Spaces will be able to join uh, our discussion after our episodes drop. Uh, we're proud to be part of the Avery Podcast Network. Aviary. I mean, I'm sorry, Aviary. See, he's on it. Wake <laughs> up! I'm trying to. Damn it! Look, one more night of this crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have to do some uh, housekeeping stuff, but first, uh, for our topic today. We are going to be uh, referencing a couple of things that were newsworthy regarding the N-word and uh, some of the things uh, we will bring be bringing up as a Somerville High School uh, incident where white staff was saying the, the N-word, and we got that through liberationnews.org. Uh, the other one is the Martin County School six students uh, spell the N word. That was in Florida. That was uh, in our uh, our our sources are wptv.com. We also have uh, the fact that Huckleberry Finn, a literary classic, is banned from a lot of schools, and that's from pbs.org. And then uh, recently, as of yesterday, a uh, male high school teacher with racist comments is under investigation at Jefferson County Public School in Louisville, Kentucky. And that we got that from wave3.com, which is a Louisville station. And with that said and done, James, uh, you know, I think you texted me the other day and your text was, what the fuck? Mm. Exactly. Do you remember why? Yes, uh, the other student that was caught with guns. Yeah, and also the, then you also mentioned something about the fact that, you know, we were having a, you know, 19 kids are dead, three adults. Yeah. I'm going to throw in three adults, and I'll tell you why I'm going to throw three adults in. Uh, Two teachers were, were killed doing heroic stuff. And if you ever, ever question teachers saying, I will take a bullet for your kid, never question it. And number two, um, I'm adding a third one, which is one of the teacher's husbands ended up uh, dying of a heart attack. Uh, Some people say he died of a broken heart. Um, I kind of agree with that uh, because they had been married for 24 years and really, really sad that that happened. Our hot thoughts and prayers go out to that. I think the biggest issue is the fact that we have um, leaders in Congress that seem to think that one side is wrong, the other side is right, and it doesn't matter whether or not you're red or blue. Uh, the fact is, is that it, you, I think I tweeted it out the other day, you must be completely blind if you do not think that both sides of the aisle 
are not in the pockets of the lobbyists when it comes to guns. Oh, we know they are. Uh, the guns are big business. It's like pharmaceutical, big business. The gun lobbyists got got their money, got their hands in all them politicians, half and half on each side of the fence. So it, it really doesn't make a difference. <laughs> but something needs to be done about this on a on a really really big scale. Your Second Amendment right to really can kiss somebody, you know what? But as far as what just took place, you had a, 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 a young man who just became an adult go and shoot up little kids. What more do you want? What more do you want? Little kids. And, and, and the sad part was that, you know, they had to use DNA to identify most of these kids because it just ripped them apart. If that's not a sign, something needs to be done. Okay, perfect example. So up here, and it's so ridiculous, I can't conceal and carry at work. I cannot conceal and carry at work. But you can get on my bus and openly carry, and it's not a problem. But I don't know your mental status. But I can't conceal and carry. But you can literally get on, have your 9 millimeter, or even you can come on with a rifle. And I had to let you ride the bus. Now you tell me how much sense that makes. But, don't but I can't conceal and care. I can't conceal and care. But I got to. I got to. I got to sit here and say, "Oh well, oh, well." I think he's mentally stable. Sure, come on, in. get out of here. No, not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah, we. But have- like I said. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But you know, it, it's ridiculous. I done had a coworker actually lose his job, but he got it back. He lost his job. He went and bought a gun, came work. The gun is in his car. At the end of the day, they had SWAT literally surround his car. And he had lost his job, but he got his job back. Thank God for the union. But he had got his job back, but the, the weapon never left his car. He, you know. He bought it on his way to work, got to work, you know, was in his car. Somebody said, whatever, whatever, whatever. Next thing you know, SWAT is around his car and him, you know, and he loses his job. <laughs> I mean, uh, the big the big issue and the big problem, I, I believe, is, and I've said this countless times, uh, the first one is I don't know what anybody any human being, any person that is not military or police is doing, is able to go and get any sort of assault rifle. You don't need it. You don't need it for hunting, right? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't need it for hunting. You don't need it to protect your home. That's what shotguns and, and uh, small caliber weapons are. Um, so I'm all for the fact that you have your Second Amendment rights. I agree with it. Totally get it. But back then, a well-armed militia was a rifle or a small handgun. It wasn't, well, they didn't have assault rifles, but like, and I can't believe I'm going to quote President Biden here. Um, but it wasn't, a, you couldn't own a cannon. Well, number one, cannons are probably way expensive. They're too hard to move. Have you ever tried to move one of those damn things? Not, not, just look at that. Uh, 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 nope. Nope. 
That's a lot of work. I wanted to keep my back. A lot of work. <laughs> um, so there's that. And then the other thing, the other thing that I really um, have a problem with is the fact that everybody says, oh, you're trying to take away our gun rights. Okay, number one, I'm a Republican. I have always been, I, no, I have not always been a Republican. I was a Republican, I was a Democrat, I was an independent, I was a Democrat, I'm a Republican. That's not how it is. So I could see both sides of it. Problem mm -hmm. with, here, here's the problem with it. Number, here's the problem with everything. One, gun lobbyists have both sides of the aisle. Nobody gives a rat's ass. Two, people on the right say, you're trying to get rid of all of our gun rights. No, you guys are just dumb. You guys are not listening to the fact that people are saying, we need to get rid of certain guns, not all of them. I don't care. Correct. Number three, we are a concealed carry state here in Texas. We do not have to have a license to carry conceal or to conceal a weapon in Texas. Right? But mm -hmm. there are signs all over the place that says if you bring a handgun into or if you bring a weapon into a Walmart, a Target, anywhere. You are not allowed in. You must you must take the weapon back out and do it. And if you do, then you are breaking a law. Okay. I totally understand that. Good idea. 99% of Tex Texans understand those laws. They don't complain about it. You don't see you don't see stupidity 99% of the time. It's that 1% that does it everything to ruin everything else just like in every in every other aspect of it it's one thing or another and people always have to complain about something not complain about something but be smart enough to know that there's certain things that you don't need to have correct now now with, with that being said so you know same thing goes when up here you have to be licensed to conceal and carry. You have to be in state of Ohio, you got to be licensed. But and then they also had to signs up, you know, no weapons allowed. But don't you know, I know people of all colors that ignore them damn signs will walk into a store with their weapon, will go into a department store with their weapon, will go into Walmart, Walgreens, Kroger, go everywhere with their weapon. And there's some I know is overkill. They, they act like they police. They got one in their back and one in their ankle. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's neither here or there. It, it, I mean, them signs really don't mean nothing. But what <clears throat> I was trying to tell you earlier, you know, if I can't conceal and carry at work, at work, I can't conceal and carry. And our buses get, I ain't gonna say our buses get shot at on a regular, but people take pop shots at the buses. You know, stupidity, young kids, old kids, whoever, but people take pop shots at the buses. You know, and, and anybody in public transportation would tell you, yes, they might not have been in it, but they knew coworkers that been in a shootout, just driving through a neighborhood. <laughs> driving down the street that you wouldn't even think the bus would get shot at. But but like I said, for this man to get on the bus and openly carry and the police tells 
the driver, oh, he's not breaking no law. What? Nah, not with me. I, I think that's the day I quit. Or I'm calling in. I'm calling. I need a sick release. Come get me, and I, then I'm gonna take some time off because that was traumatized. It's okay for this man to be on the bus with a rifle and a handgun. But I can't secretly have my gun in my bag, which sits in between my legs for idiots like this, because I don't know your mental stability. Because, see, if you decided to get up and start shooting, I, you mean to tell me I had to pull over, get off the bus and run? But while my passengers are getting shot up, that's not right. No. That's not right. But like I said, now when it counts, th this issue now that is really in the forefront, they need to do something. Just come together and do. Now, now you know, God bless 9 11. You know, sad day in our American history. This is right up there with that. You had babies, innocent kids that didn't know color, that didn't know hatred or any of that, died over a young man's stupidity and all this being bullied because he was transgender or whatever, man, give me a fucking break. Kiss my motherfucking ass. I heard he, you know, he was bullied because, uh, oh, uh, he was bullied because of the clothes he was wearing. What the hell? It's a, I know kids right now that got their own dress, dress style or what they wear. Oh, it, it's more open for these kids nowadays to be gay to be bisexual, to be confused, whatever you want to call it. And it's not an issue compared to how we grew up and you came out and said, I'm gay. Oh, people going to let you have it. They're going to mess with you in so many fucking different ways. It's ridiculous where it will mess with your mental. We'll make you want to do something to yourself or somebody else. But nowadays, it's, it's like an open book. It's okay. And I don't get why they want to throw that in the forefront of what this young man did. What this young man did was evil, pure fucking evil to go after little kids. Go If that was the case, he should have went after the ones who bullied him because it wasn't the little kids. And by no means Damn, are you, sure wasn't by, by, by no means are you condemning or no, condemning I'm not condemning any, yes, anything or saying, hey, it's okay if you go after people that. No, that, but I'm just like, saying, if he, for him to do what he did, and they said he was being bullied. Why he go after his bullies? That's what I'm saying. Why are you gonna go after some innocent kids? Go after the people who was who was treating you wrong. Don't don't go after some innocent kids that, that had no idea who you are. Yeah, I think. But any, I'm saying I'm not condemning anything that this man, the young man, did. No, but no, was no, right, is right was wrong. Just, is wrong. I'm just clarifying. I'm just clarifying yeah. for everybody else. Um, you know, you know, the thing, the thing that, um, I tweeted out the other day is the fact that you cannot have a situation to where, I mean, what, what type of evil lurks with someone who turns around and like walks up and, and basically here's an 18 year old that basically just looked into a child's eyes and just pull the trigger multiple times and didn't even give a shit. Didn't care, exactly. didn't, didn't anything. And, you know, there's a bigger issue in play here. It, and like you said, look, 
if this was 1980, when we were going, 80, oh, geez, 85 to 89, when we were in high school. Well, right? Let's go back. Wait a minute. Let's go back. Let's say from the late 70s to the early 90s. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, is that, you know, I'm sorry. I, I was bad. I mean, I, you know, I, I know that, I know that, uh, I know that I was in a situation where I ended up like <laughs> doing stuff, uh, you know, I said things to people that I shouldn't have said. Right. I mean, mm -hmm. like everybody did. We all have. Right. So yeah, I, I was wrong in that. I also know that there are certain people that, you know, were downright bullies. I mean, God knows what. And it's just a shame because, you know, we're in a situation now where I don't want to say that we're kind of, it's kind of, we're normalized about it, but we're getting normalized about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's starting to be a everything, uh, what's the word, uh, part of life now. Yeah. Part of what must be considered the norm. Yeah. Um, and, and as you said, younger, yeah, I don't, I don't say some things, talked about people, so forth and so on. And, you know, what did it for me was knowing someone who was gay and talking to them. And this is why I say I was in my preteens. And they're helping me understand of why they are the way they are, who they wanted to be, which gave me an understanding, even being at a priest, confused, okay, understanding, gotcha, that's your life, cool. But it made me change on how I talk to them and how I talk to anybody else who, you know, finally came out and said that, you know, they were of that lifestyle, you know. And that's, you know, even now to this day, like I said, I'm not a homophobic. I don't care what you do, how you do it. But when I hold conversations now with most people, you know, and say we get into, you know, a sexuality conversation or whatever, I always have to ask this question like, okay, wait a minute, hold on. Time out. You know, about to get in your business. Okay, you like men or you like women or you like them both? You, you have to ask these questions nowadays before you get too far into a discussion where you might hurt their feelings because of something you may, may have said, but you're not trying to say it to, you know, hurt their feelings or, you know, what's the word I'm looking for here, Andy? I, I'm tongue-tied this morning. Um, Lord, I can't think right now, but you, you know what I'm saying. Um, or saying like you're, you know, you are homophobic. And, you know, by no way, by no way, no way am I. What you do is what you do. I respect who you are, period. Uh, you know, but it, it's, it's something got to give. Something got to give. Uh, this young man, by two rifles, he going to this elementary school and he shoots up babies. Yeah. Period, point blank. Between the left and the right, y'all need to come in the middle, get this shit solved, and come to a fucking solution. Dumb lobbyists, kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. I don't even give a fuck. 
Kiss my ass. Come find me. I don't care. I got rocks. Plenty Come at me. Bring them. All right. Bring it. Bring your army. I don't care. But something needs to be done because that shouldn't have never happened. <laughs> never. In serious, never. All right. So uh, let's let's trans let's transition. Yeah, transition. That's a good word, Andy. Um, let's transition <laughs> over to um, to uh, what we were going to discuss today, and um, and that well, I know you. We were going to do a certain. Level. I want to go to the Louisville one. Let, let, tell me about well, that. No, we're gonna story. we're gonna we're gonna do them all, but I mean, yeah, you know, uh, you know, one of the reasons why we're doing this is to have a discussion, and uh, I remember going and saying to you, "Hey, do you think this is okay to use? I mean, do you think it's okay for people to use this word if it's up to them?" And, uh, and the only response yeah. was, "I got to go get coffee, maybe two or three, and <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, that." That pretty much said it all right there, right? Yeah, so Andy texted me one morning. Uh, no, no, we was talking. No, we talked. We talked, and I gave him my opinion. This is just my opinion. Once again, everything, majority of stuff we talk about is going to be our opinion, not all of America or all our races and so forth and so on. These are just my opinions. Let me reiterate. So. Me personally, I don't let the N-word define me. Now, depending on how you use it, and if you use it towards me, it don't bother me because it has no power over me. You know, now I still have uh, other other people that, you know, oh, hell no, nah, you know, fuck that, not motherfucker. But, you know, look up the definition, understanding the meaning of the word. And if it if it reflects to you, then get offended by it. If not, move the fuck on. Roll the fuck up. I understand that's a powerful word that's been used against us from the dawn of time. Was the use to demean us to keep us in place, to keep us in check. We are beyond that now. We are beyond that. Damn it, we done had a black president. We got a black woman as a first, uh, I mean, as a vice president. It's time to roll the fuck up and let that word go. Use it for what it means. And it can go for anybody, any color, any race, when you use it correctly. Now, the issue that I try, and occasionally I let it fly out, but when I let it fly out, it's really, I'm using it for what it freaking means. I'm using it for what it means. But it's our youth that's coming up. They hold conversation with one another, and it's it, 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 in this, in this, and and they ain't meaning nothing by it. But that's just the way they are talking. Hell, I talk like that coming up myself until I got old enough to start understanding and realizing. Like, no, it's time to stop. But like I said, I occasionally it, it occasionally flies out out of habit. But when I'm using it, it's over something I don't see. Ignorant, stupid, the whole nine yards. <laughs> and, and people look at me and they're like, well, he was white. I say, and? <laughs> so my. Or he was Mexican. And? <laughs> it don't make a difference. I'm going to use it for what it means. 
my favorite, my personal favorite, uh, or it's funny because this week, sometimes I'll get out and I'll drive for Uber and, you know, get out of the house. And um, I picked up this young lady who was black and she gets in the car and she's either on an Instagram live or on a Twitter spaces. And whoever is hosting this deal, every other word out of their mouth was the N-word. The whole time you're driving? Yeah. And I'm just sitting oh, wow. here going, I'm sitting here going, you have another word you can use. Like, I totally get it. Emmanuel Acho stated in his book, and it's historically referenced that the N-word was a way for the slaves to have some form of empowerment over the work because mm-hmm. you know the slave owners were saying it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I understand it. Totally get it. Fine. Don't got to say it all the time. No, white you don't. Singing white people singing lyrics with the N word in it. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Nor do I want to get it, nor do I need to know why you say it. Just don't say it in front of me. Because and, and like to, me I said, it's a disres- to me, it's a disrespect. Number one, I never earned the ability to say that. Never have I earned to say that. That's, mm-hmm. the biggest, that's my biggest concern. My biggest concern is that when I was growing up, I didn't hear, I was not part of the N-word because I am not black. I got called wet back, right? Because I'm Mexican. (laughs) But back then, and and I earned, and and I still will say wet back when I'm speaking in the past because, okay, number one, back when it was said, I honestly didn't understand until I went to my dad and he said, it's because of the fact that people are crossing the river to get to the United States. Because I was born in the States. I'm an mm-hmm. American. Do not call mm-hmm. me something that I am not. Not to mention, it's disrespectful. So don't mm-hmm. say anything that is anything that is race-related, right? The C mm-hmm. word for, for Asians, the W word for the for Mexicans, the N word for the for Blacks, all of them are negatives, and they're all shouldn't be said ever. I, I, I'm gonna give you a perfect example of what took place on my bus, and this was about a, I want to say about a year ago. It's about a year ago. No, I'm sorry, I'm gonna take it back less than that. It wasn't even a year ago. It was about like seven months ago. It was seven months ago. So, and it's early in the morning. This is around about like nine o'clock in the morning. And that, no, let me take that back. It's about 8.30. It's about 8.30. I started my day at 3.25 in the morning. I'm one of the first of five buses out of the garage. And and my mornings, you know, they, they're normally pretty calm. We have our little, you know, morning conversations and, you know, everybody getting the blood run and, you know, getting in a good mood. And this was my second trip coming out of downtown. And I got a pretty, you know, pretty, pretty light load this, this morning. And 
there was this Caucasian woman running for the bus. So, you know, I stop and pull over and pick her up. And then, you know, she gets on the bus. She's like, thank you, Alana. No problem. I saw you running. Woo, woo, woo. So she, you know, she gets on and then she sits there and she proceeds to, as I say, play these games. You know, she's acting like, you know, she she's trying to find her fare and her 30-day pass and all this. And then she comes up and was like, well, you know, I don't have no fare, so but you have to take me where I need to go. Mm-hmm. Stop. Wrong hoe. No, not this morning. No, we're not doing this. You know, I'd have been fine and dandy. It should have said, bus driver, look, hey, I don't have no money. I need to get down the street here to whatever, whatever, whatever. Can you help me out? Me, I got to check my uh, help out list for the day. Oh, you number two? Come on. Because every day I help out anywhere between five to six people. That's my limit. Where I literally go in my pocket and pay for your bus fare. Or I, uh, well, I, don't, I haven't done it recently, but I would go downtown and buy a bunch of one-ride tickets and I keep them in my shirt pocket. So if somebody's you know, short and you to really get somewhere. Use that against you, right? Huh? You know our boy from the village is going to use that against you. He can all day he wants to. I love him. <laughs> you know, I still love him. <laughs> and so, um, but, you know, she just started, like, demanding that I was going to do what she tells me to do. And I looked at her like, so I popped my brain. And then this woman, this black woman comes up, pays her fare. She said, go on, sit down, honey. I got it. I said, oh. I said, you sweet this morning. And she started laughing because me and her always joking. So she started laughing. She pays her fare. And then she, and then she turned around. She's like, well, you're not even going to say thank you. I appreciate it. You know, have a blessed day or something. She's like, bitch, I don't know who you think you're talking to. I said, oh, Lord, jeez. The next thing you know, the N-word flew out her mouth. I literally had to get up out of my seat and stop this woman from about, about to beat a mud hole into this girl. And then she's talking and talking and talking. She's like, go ahead and hit me. I'm pregnant. I was like, oh, Lord. So long story short, I was about to call for a street supervisor to come, but luckily I seen one of my morning police officers. I flagged him down. He busted you turn. He come over to the bus. He said, what's the problem? I said, she needs to go. <laughs> she needs to go. And he was like, ma'am, you got to get off the bus. And she's like, well, you don't even want to hear my story. I said, tell your story. This whole bus going to tell the story too. <laughs> so proceed to tell your story. And then she sat there and looked. And then all you hear, everybody was like, yeah, go ahead and tell them what you, we want to hear your story. We want to hear your story. But the first thing she did to disrespect this woman who kindly got up to pay her bus fare, she called her the N-word. Because she yeah. said, "You would, damn, you can't even say thank you. I appreciate it. God bless you. You know, have a great day. But you want to call her the N-word. And she went in her pocket and paid $2 for you to ride this bus. Yeah, it's... The travesty, the the the, the audacity. Yeah, but that's that that's but that and, and it's sad to say, black and white motherfuckers feel entitled to say that shit like like there's no shit. But since you know 
dumbass we just put out of office, when he got in office, he made it seem to be cool to do the shit now. Yeah. Motherfuckers got more ballsy with it. Yeah. Yeah, and so you were asking about Louisville, right? Yes, I, I didn't hear nothing about that, yes. So this was actually reported on May 26, 2022 at 7.30 in the evening. It was actually the final day of school at, at one of the Jefferson County Public School schools in, in Louisville. And uh, basically, first off, let me, let me just say this to the educators that are listening to this. The cell phone is not your friend, especially when, when high school kids or, or middle school kids carry it around, especially now with the iPads, because they will record any interaction you have with a fellow student to get you in trouble. So that's number one. Number two, uh, basically the incident was caught on a cell phone video and it was brought to the principal's attention on Thursday, which was what, uh, yesterday. Wait, what's today? Today's Friday? Yesterday. Today, Friday. Yesterday. Yeah, man, these days. 27th today. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so basically it was brought to the attention yesterday of the teacher and the video that surfaces, and you can see it at wave3.com, the teacher is basically down. using the phrase effing monkey s." You're throwing oh, around. So that's number one, that's ec right there. That's wrong to begin with. But then for the kill shot of his career, he says, one of your middle names should be the N-word. Oh. Jesus. Damn, Andy, I'm surprised I don't have this app on my phone. Now I'm about to download it. Thank you, brother. No problem. <laughs> so so let, let me make one thing perfectly clear. You're an adult. You're a teacher. Kids are going to drive you absolutely apeshit. I'm sorry. It's just a form of life. Nine out of ten times when they get in a group together, there is a possibility, I'm not saying that it always happens, that they will share one brain cell for that day. Doesn't mean that they're not smart. Doesn't mean that they don't know what they're doing. Just means that when they get, when the boys get together in a group, nine out of 10 times, all logic goes out the window and whatever is cool they are going to do. And so the teacher doing his, his career a disservice by saying the word, which basically, I'm sorry to say this, if you're a teacher and you have that word, at the ready, or if you have anything remotely looking like a racist comment, you are a racist. You may not think you are, but you are. And right. I think you agree with me on that. Right. You're absolutely right. Uh, no, I don't want that one. Um, and usually, on top of that, so, too. So one thing, just behind the, the scenes real quick, folks, uh, James is new to the podcasting thing. He forgets that he's supposed to mute his mic when he's trying to do stuff. Um, so just bear with him. All right. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but so, it was downloading that news app. Um. So, here, so here's the other one I was going to discuss. One of the other ones that I wanted to discuss, and this one goes a little further. These are these are middle school students. They're not even like high school students. They're middle school. Happens in Martin County School District, um, which is in Florida. 
basically these kids take a picture with the word, the N-word written. Yeah, spelled out. Spelled out. And it's like, why? Why are you going to do that? What makes you think that that is funny? What goes through uh, the mind? Uh, is it, look, I've always been told that race, you're not born a racist. Regardless you're of what to be a racist. You're never born a racist. You're taught to be racist. Right? So using words that you normally wouldn't use as a child, all of a sudden you're able to use it. So is this a byproduct of the of the home living situation or of their environment? It's a product of their environment. It's a pro I mean, because like you're not taught to be a racist, not unless you're you you are growing up in that. I mean, you if you're not being taught how to be a racist, color don't matter to you. You would you would be taught you know what's right and wrong you know what to say what not to say to whoever, oh no matter what race they are. You know um, that is that is something that is seriously being taught. I mean, no matter what I mean to hear. Oh God, and, and I can't even. Uh, I'm trying to identify with something in my in my years of living to where I heard a kid say something racist and I had to look at him like, what the hell? And I can't really recall it. Now in their teens? Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. I done had little white boys and little white girls say shit to me and I looked at them like you just don't realize um I would go to jail. <laughs> I would go to jail because I'm going to fuck you up, then go after your parents for teaching you this shit. <laughs> uh, the, and there's a restraint that needs to be made, and you make that restraint, right? It's not like you're really going to go and do it, but damn if they don't push you to it, right? Uh, uh, listen, we I get tested every day by these kids. Every day. Every day these kids want to test us. And with what we do, like, we don't have enough to deal with. But now we got these disrespectful-ass kids. And it's mainly the little girls that have got these foul mouths. And, and, and I'm talking black, white, what? Well, hold on. Let, let me be real more clear about it. Because a lot of our uh, Hispanic people, uh, some of them do know English. Some of them don't know English. But most of them... They they get on no problem. If you you know like now, I thank you for my iPhone because there's a translation app on here that I love to death. Thank you Apple. That that app is the best. It's a translation app. It works amazingly. It works amazingly. So when they get on and they you know act like they don't understand English, I say hold on and I pull it out. I you know I, I find a language. I type it in and I show them. Then they type it back. I'm like, oh, okay, gotcha. I know where to go. I love helping people. That's, you know, one of the things I do take pride in about my job. If you lost, I try to get you to where you need to be. But unless it's with me, these kids somewhere else, but that's beside the point. Oh no, nah, Andy, you know, I never mislead you. I, you know, it's like leading a horse to water. Yeah. <laughs> I just won't make you drink it. <laughs> but <laughs> so how 
So but these kids are disrespectful. So how, how do we change this? How do how I, I, how can I don't change I don't it? know. My kids are grown. I don't know. I did the best I could with my kids. And, hey. You know, I I here's the thing about it. With with my kids, anybody that know me and then know my kids, I always hear good things about my kids. And they're grown. You know, I don't I don't never hear nothing disrespectful like, you know, I seen your son just cut somebody out and blah, blah, blah. Even when they were teenagers and little kids. Now it was like, oh, I see your son running around with the wrong crowd. Wait a minute. They know better. Let me go catch him. <laughs> but now, other your, than that, your kids, your kid I, I've had the fortune of obviously we've been friends for a long time. Um, <laughs> your kids are great. Uh, I can't believe they're your kids though. They're so damn quiet, man. Shit. They're just so reserved. <laughs> they sit there at the football games and they're just so quiet. <laughs> Shit. Like, Look, them were some good games. <laughs> they're just so damn quiet. And then, like I said, they grow off the It's funny because, you know, the village, the, the man from the village and I, when we saw your kids, we'd be like, We'd be like trying to talk to him. Yeah, he's my dad. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Now leave yeah. me alone. I'm watching the game. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and you know, Craig, Craig, Craig wanna be funny and be a jokester and try to Man, you want a beer? You want a beer? <laughs> I'll buy you the beer. You ain't like your dad. You ain't bring no liquor in. Your dad always bring us liquor. Hey, you can't be saying that. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> There's never no evidence left. I told <laughs> I, I, it. I forgot what game that was. And I know we're divulging back from this is a funny story. I remember coming home after that game, right? And Beth is like, How was the game? And I'm like, it was cold. It's like, yeah, that's why I didn't go to the game. And I'm like, but we warmed up. And she's like, How'd you guys warm up? And I'm like, James found a way to bring liquor in that's a lot better than the stuff that's at the, at the game. And she's like, huh? And I'm like, yeah, I didn't realize that they had like plastic decanters that you can bring in and it doesn't set off the alarms. I'm like, and she's like, oh boy. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. And the funny thing about that game, I almost got caught. I almost got caught. <laughs> so you know how we used to bring in that clear bag. Yeah. And I had I had the two bottles wrapped up in a blanket. Normally they don't make me untwirl the blanket. And you know, and Tara, and it was so funny because Tara, she she suddenly walks away from me and they making me, you know, unravel the blanket. So as I'm unraveling the blanket, I'm putting it back in the bag putting it back in the bag. And the guy was like, okay, that's enough. Now, when he stopped me, I had just put one bottle back in the bag, wrapped up in the blanket itself as I'm unraveling the blanket. And she looked like, I don't know how in the hell you did that, but they didn't see shit. I said, I know. I said, at times I'm good, but God was with me that day. And she started laughing like, I'm done with you. Mm -mm. But then after that, I stopped bringing that bag and just started sticking it down in my boots. (laughs) 
Love don't set off the metal detectors. No, so children, this is something you do not do. This is only for grown folks' experience. Exactly. <laughs> but so, yeah, so as we, but yeah, as we wrap the disrespectful up. kids. Oh shit! Go ahead, Andy. No, go ahead. Disrespectful kids. But yeah, I, I mean, but yeah, as far as racism goes, with with, with our youth, it's being taught. And it's being taught in so many different ways and what they listen to, what they watch, you know, and, and what they hear at home or their surroundings, period. That is, is, is literally being taught because being a kid, you know, from age, you know, zero to say nine, ten, you don't know nothing about race. You don't know nothing about color. You just know that's my friend over there. That's my friend over there. You might be the, and let me reverse this. He might be the only white kid in a school that's mixed between black, Asian, and Hispanic people. And he might be the only kid. And so all his friends are a different race. He don't know yeah. nothing about being racist and vice versa for the, and, and every other race too. They don't know nothing about being racist. Like, oh, you don't both be my friend because you ain't white. Or you ain't my friend because you ain't black. Or you ain't my friend because you ain't his friend. They don't know nothing about that. They get together, they play, they have a good time. Period. Now yeah. that hateful stuff is coming from an adult and their environment outside of that school. And that and and the sad part is is that that adult, right? Mm-hmm. I'm telling them, hey, you know what? Just because you're playing with little Johnny at school does not make him your friend. It just makes him an acquaintance or you know, you really should be bringing little Johnny around, kind of deal, and that's mm-hmm. that's kind of sad. Um, but as we, it's as, very as sad. we to wrap, as we start to wrap up, um, the last thing I wanted to bring up is uh, Mark Twain's Huckleberry Finn. Um, it's banned in a lot of schools now because of the N word. Um, it's a literary classic, if you want to call it that. I personally have never read it. Uh, there's reasons why I've never read it. Um, one of them is because I can't stand Mark Twain. Uh, <laughs> but um, with with like rap music and and all of that, especially rap music and Instagram, where people can say whatever they want. Um, where where does it stop? Like, is it going to take like rappers and like Instagram celebs to to be like, and I use that term very loosely. Um, is it going to take them to stop? It will, but once again, um, the N word is probably going to continue on to the dawn until we're dead and gone. Any other races we mark, they're gonna continue to carry on to so we're dead and gone. But it's also part of different cultures because there's country songs where you know they talk about being a redneck, right or wrong. No, I I, I embrace the whole redneck. I'm not. I mean, but I'm, but 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 there's country songs that talk about being a redneck. But depending on how you use the word redneck towards somebody that's white. It's gonna piss them the hell off. The same, yeah, because, same I mean, there's, a con- there's a connotation to it that that basically 
says that rednecks aren't smart, which I mean, I totally understand that, but that's not why the word redneck, uh, the reason why, and I know we're kind but of, it can, from but, it, but, but it can be used offensively. It can be used offensively because the connotation was, is that you were working in the fields, you got a redneck because you're working in the fields. So it means you probably aren't educated which mm -hmm. is the furthest thing from the truth. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the connotation's there. But uh, I, use, I use it as a, as a term of endearment, right? You could call me mm -hmm. that because mm -hmm. I, look, I, I'm a, I, was in, I was born in Los Angeles, but I am definitely not a, a California boy, right? Mm -hmm. I am, right. I, country through and through. I love small towns. I love the people around it. I love the fact that I live in Houston now because I'm more of my element. We're going to go start hanging out in a village when you come to sit, when you can start coming back. We're going to start going up to the village for a day or two. He going to love that. We're going to start we get, hanging out in a village. <laughs> we get, but see, the, these are, so to me, so there's a song, um, and, I'll, and I'll mention it. It's a, it's a popular song. You should download it because it's actually pretty funny. Um, but it's called Redneck, Rednecker, right? And it's by I'm Hardy. I heard that. It's by Hardy. And um, basically he, he goes about, he, he talks about how he's more redneck than everybody else. Okay. Right? And basically says that, you know, just because you have, like a Masio cat doesn't make you a redneck, right? It, you know, <laughs> there's other things that contribute to being a redneck. So okay. uh, it's a great song. It's it's definitely on my top 10 list of downloadable songs that you can rock out to. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things to where it, it goes back to the fact that do you use the N-word? Is it okay to use the, the redneck label if you're... And is it a form of the N word? And I personally don't think it, I personally think it kind of, it is, but it's a term of endearment to me when somebody calls me that. Um, I don't take it personally if somebody that means it in a bad way, because I own it. And that goes back to the whole deal that some people, some people that use the N word own it. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with people owning it if that's what they want to do. But you can't be, to me, a white person has never earned the right to say that. Ever. Mm. And they need to stop saying it. Mm. They're not cool but, saying that. But true. Not, but like I said, but it's, as you said, it's culture. It's hard to break culture. Yeah, true. It's hard to break culture. Now, the thing is, it's not trying to break the culture. It's trying to get the youth and even people my age to even understand more better. That word don't define you. No, it doesn't. And you know So and and, and that's that's the that's the realization I came to. And I'm not gonna say, you know, I've always been like this. No, because coming up as a youth. Oh man! Oh, that 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 was that was instant fighting word. Like what? 
Oh, you about to die today. You about to get your ass beaten from Sunday to Monday. Oh, bring that shit on. You know, you got all that. But now I'm more older. I don't, you know, lived a little bit, done a lot. You know, it, now I sit back and be like, oh. Like, you know, I, I'm a little upset with you, but it, it don't, you know, that's not me. Yeah, I mean. You know, like, so try something else. And see, that's the first thing people want to do is hit that spark. So here's. Uh, a little bit smarter than that. Here's a final story, right? And then we'll wrap up. Uh, back when I was in Los Angeles, I was Ubering at, and I was in downtown Los Angeles, and uh, I had a pickup at a fraternity house at USC. Okay. Right? And out comes this guy and this girl, and they're not going very far. They're going maybe a mile, mile and a half. She gets in the car and she goes, can I, can, can I, I want to listen to some music. So she puts the music in, and it's a rap artist. And mm -hmm. every other word is the N-word, and she's singing along to it. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, I'm well aware of the fact that USC sits in South Central Los Angeles, in, in the beginning of South Central Los Angeles. But why are you even bothering to sing that song? Like, you had, you're a college kid. She's blonde, blue eyes. Yeah, I'm racially profiling. Right? Mm -hmm. Right? There's no way you should be saying that. Never. Mm -hmm. Never. But I don't care if it's lyrics. Just don't say the word. Yeah. But that's, that's out there like this, you know, common usage. But like I said, it's, once again, it's culture. If this rap article said, I could say it, you know, and, and you know, but it, it's, it's the power is we have to depower that word. Once you depower that word, don't give it all that meaning, all that power. You know, then things can change. Then, then, then look, the whole world can get together, hold hands, sing kumbaya and say the word together. But that had never happened either. Because you still gonna have them, and which I know a bunch of them that uh, um, very militant group. That's hell no, nah, fuck that. I ain't holding hands with nobody. We ain't saying that damn word together. Blah 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 blah. Because they don't even want to grow and let go and evolve to be better. And that's yeah. the whole thing. And we that's we would never. Other, we, that's a whole other. That whole other can of word. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but. But it's depowering that word, you know, uh, depowering a bunch of words that's, you know, racially impractical, you know, racially biased that, you know, that hurt people feeling or demean them. And we can depower all them words. Yeah, this would be a better place to live. Sure. It would be. <laughs> I would like it. I mean, yeah. You know, then you can say what you want and nobody feeling is going to be hurt. I mean, we got to do it now when, you know, we talk about certain genders and so forth and so on. So why, why can't we depower them words? Yeah. And we depower another, other words to fit other class people. And I have to say it like that because that's what we're doing in this day and age. It's not cool to say this, not cool to say that. They want to be called this and not that. Why can't we take the words that, that offend people now 
and depower them like we're doing for everybody else. Agree. Just and my opinion. That, I'm on the outside looking in. And with, <laughs> and with that, we will bid you adieu as I think that's a good stopping point right there. Yes. Um, because, you know, you're smart. <laughs> uh, me, not so I'm much. I'm a smart ass. I'm yeah. a smart ass. <laughs> I never I'm said that. nobody I'm smart. I'm a smart ass. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that too. Um, so with that said, um, we will bid adieu. Obviously, we're uh, recording this on uh, Friday morning. It'll be uh, usually that's when we record. We give it a couple days to for everything else to kind of permeate and then um, go from there. We'll be back Look next at him week. Using big words. Permeate. I know. <laughs> um, next week we will likely um, have no idea what we're discussing yet. We'll just we'll, we'll go with the we'll figure it out and go with that. But I'm sure it'll be something fun. Maybe we'll bring maybe we'll bring on the village. Um, to see mm, interesting. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Well, we have to see, we have to see what his schedule looking like. No, you know, even though he works from home, <laughs> works from home and drinks from home. That's our boy. Works from home, but then the kids will be out of school too, I believe. Because yeah, our last day was yesterday for most schools. Some schools are still in up here. Um, Man, I remember when we were getting out of school in June. Say that shit. Say that shit. <laughs> like the second week of June. Yeah, no. It was a shorter, it was a shorter uh but they go back, but they go back to school shorter. They go back to school in August. We used to then go back to school until what's that Labor Day? That's yeah, after Labor Day. The day after Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we went back to school after Labor Day. Yeah. But now they're going back before Labor Day. So, you sure. know, it kind of makes up for <laughs> Sure it does. <laughs> All right, James, um, as always, love you, buddy. And, uh, love you too, brother. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have some fun and, uh, and talk soon and have another podcast next week. Oh, I can see you good people later. Thanks for listening. Um, we appreciate the feedback if you have any. Uh, I don't know. I got you got anything else? Nah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. We talk to y'all later. <laughs>